Hallelujah. So good to be online again this Wednesday, enjoying our time with the Lord, trusting him for our midday meal to build us up so we receive our inheritance, praise God, and be a glorious testimony. Hallelujah. I believe you had a wonderful time past weekend, enjoying the things of the Spirit. Worship him. Let's bless the Lord. Prafalanda rikidos amal marakarebist azambrele mono krebit steleve lefenin shomombruto pelaziken azans da brenzoren credibo rakalma fale krukomosopol alepros mana grande feliendo esti manto kokomos kebredi aha mento koroboro sundoboro kosiente ala kora sikatalma tapare fetiente Ameno baragedes demenze prezikete kalpa. Hallelujah. Praise you, praise you, praise you. Malko do soporoko celebarma. Jebridi brente manakulati tesemidaha. Zamazuzu mezarge do grus malaze men kefelte. Saramendo semerendo separite. Aha masulo menikas ke prosu feleter. Kanasunte preste feladea. While men's hearts fail for fear, seeing the things that come upon the earth. Oh, ho, 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 shamarakasta. The earth reels to and fro, totters as a drunken man. But we lift up our heads. Haha, shekeriente. As we focus on our hope, on our target, the great appearing of our blessed. Lord and Savior, Se Morokuta, our blessed hope, Se Baraka Se Letokorotokoriente. Comfort, 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 comfort yourselves. Repesia. This is the comfort of the Spirit, Rokuze Brinti, the great comforter, Reposokora Balakasta. For he was indeed sent to comfort you, Brakasaparatakia. Halabokotoko, to draw you close. And edify and build up and comfort you, Masuprutokoporasia. So receive it now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Blessed be your holy name. 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 Bashamambra la bakarite. Kurasikata barakasikatalma. Zorokotokoriketekeriente. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Nemana kalmarakasta katamarakasta rianda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Semaraka zikata baraka zikaramazanda. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rumosko protopoporo celebel metekeriente. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, give you thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His Son. And now let the weak say, I am strong. 
Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. We give thanks. Hallelujah. We give you thanks in this place. Hasharet balmanda rakosere balmaraba zire belde. Jebredi baba barande rekosorokol morokosto. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Bimamalambroso romonte rebelle brande babariende. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, Abba Father. Hallelujah, Great King. Holy is your name. Masharabal Marakasta. We give you thanks. 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 Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. We trust you, faithful God. You'll do what you said. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's open up our Bibles to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, and I read from the eighth verse, wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Praise God. So this is with the ascension of the Lord Jesus after he had shown himself alive with infallible proofs by the Spirit of God working in him, through him. He demonstrated that he had risen from the dead. Then he went back and caused the day of Pentecost came and the gifts of God began to be poured out upon us who were on the earth. He gave gifts unto men. Verse 9 continues, Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? These are very clear verses that show Jesus went into the lower parts of the earth for people who find it hard to imagine that Jesus went to hell for us so that we don't have to go there. Praise God. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Praise God. Jesus has bought us a right 
to have dominion over all three worlds. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then verse 11 continues. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. So notice that he didn't give all, but he gave some uh, offices, ministry gifts there to operate uh, in the body of Christ in these various offices. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so we have to trust God that he is the one who got us saved and he will lead us in all of these things. Praise God. It's Bible study, so we're just reading along. Let's hear 8 all the way to 11 also in Canada. Eri Hodan and Du Heli Adderali Modalu Bumia Adobagake Ili Didan and Talu Heli the Haga Italave. Ilidu Bandatanu Melana Ella Akasha Gadidinta Unatawagi Eri Hodatane Adadarinda Athanu Samastavanu Tumbidavan Adanu. Parishudaranu Yogestitige Taruva Kelasa Koskarabu Seve a Kelasa Koskarabu Kristana Dehavu Abiludi Aguada Koskarabu. Praise God. So you see here that. Uh... God is faithful and he has chosen us, called us before time began and uh, in his mercy and his foreknowledge he has designed everything in a way that we would get to a place where he and his plan become foremost in our lives. He paid the full price for that and it's all about him and his purposes. Amen. Is uh, not our selfish ambition, even though you see scriptures that say he that desires the office of a bishop or a deacon has desired a good work also. And that's true. Your heart will begin to desire certain things that are different from what the world desires. You are desiring to be a deacon, to be a servant, to uh, begin to minister to the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Notice that from the 11th verse, verse 12 continues, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So it's all geared towards the saints for the work of the ministry, the edifying of the body of Christ. So the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher are given by the Lord Jesus for the perfecting of the saints. The saints are not perfect. And, uh, you know, thank God that he's trusting that the ministry gifts given to men who seem to be also just the same, by the power of the gift in their lives, they will be able to perfect saints for the work of the ministry. And they themselves are being perfected by those things because they would end up saying things that uh, their own mind will be trying to grasp the depth of it for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. Notice that it's the saints who do the work of the ministry. 
for the edifying of the body of Christ. There is the work of the ministry which is common to every saint. So these fivefold ministry gifts of apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher are given to perfect saints so that they can do the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. Mature them, build them up, bring them to a place where they are equipped, completely equipped to be a minister of the gospel, in quotes. But notice that they don't have fivefold ministry gifts, but they are being equipped for work, which is the work of the ministry, to be busy about it along with every other field of their life and common pursuits uh, that they engage in on a daily basis. This is the 24 bar 7 call of God. Hallelujah. Very interesting if you think about it intently and consider the fact that Jesus went to hell and rose up to heaven to even provide this reality for the body of Christ, for every individual member. Hallelujah. So he multiplied himself in these glorious gifts and brought it to each one in the body of Christ to be an effective member who is doing the work of the ministry. Praise God. Let's hear verse 12 also in Kannada. Atanu Kelavaranu, Apostar and Nagyu, Kelavaranu, Pravadigal and Nagyu, Kelavaranu, Suvartikara and Nagyu, Kelavaranu, Sabapalakar and Nagyu, Padeshigal and Nagyu, Anugrahisidanu. I'll read from the Amplified, this 12th verse. His intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints, his consecrated people, that they should do the work of ministering toward building up Christ's body, the church. Hallelujah. In other words, the work of the ministry, no matter how you look at it, cannot just be done by five individuals or eight individuals. It has to be the whole body working. And that is vital to realize that it's a whole body that is at work. Amen. God's uh, got it all planned out like that. Thank God for that. The 13th verse continues, Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Hallelujah. Unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Till we all come, notice that, in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That means, till we meet him face to face in the air one of these days, these ministries will continue. Hallelujah. People have been challenging sometimes the fact that God has called some to full-time ministry, that their job is to be Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, you know, and uh, that these things are not true, that they're just made up by people. I mean, for believers to talk that shows that they don't read their Bible, actually. They just have a nameplate on their head saying, I'm a believer. <laughs> Praise God. But honestly, 
Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is the cause for destruction. Hallelujah. Some place in your life will be destroyed. It will get destroyed if you do not know the word of God properly and how God sees it. There will be areas of one's life that will go through some form of destruction or the other. So it's better to just uh, read this one single book that God wrote. This is the only book that he wrote. Praise God. And so it will be nice to know exactly what he has uh, written for us and his thoughts for us, his mind for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Till we all come, notice, in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, thank you Jesus, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, till we become just like him. This is an ongoing process and it's going to be accomplished shortly, one of these days. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse 13 also in Kannada. Some people talk a lot about unity, but just like friendship, there is work to be done in unity. Hallelujah. You have to do certain work to make yourself friendly or available for people to come and have a relation with you. What I noticed is that we are compartmentalized into denominations and uh, basically each one just minds their own business. And if you're not from their group, you know, you don't really matter. And so on and so forth. So there's a price to be paid for this kind of unity. And uh, some of us have borne some part of it, just a little bit. So some people talk a lot about unity, but when you start thinking about it, there's a price to pay for this unity. Hallelujah. And may God help us to find ourselves in union with others in the body of Christ. Some people will not even say praise the Lord or hello to their fellow church member because of that price. But uh, as you receive the knowledge of the Son of God, not just written words, but it has become a reality and is working in your life, that unity will start to produce, I believe. Hallelujah. Some people have been in church for donkey years, but they still do not understand some basic truths. Hallelujah. And so uh, it's a good thing to be able to go over and understand till the day Jesus comes to meet us. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. And uh, verse 14 continues that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro. Childhood is a time to remember sometimes for its joys and fun, but sometimes for the hardness that we uh, made mistakes and suffered for it. We crossed the road and there was an accident or we did stupid things and stuck our hand in the electric socket. All of those kind of things. There are memories of childhood then when you grow up you realize you can't do that anymore and then you just have to cherish certain memories and others are just for warnings (laughs) hallelujah so the body of christ has to be built up where we are not children anymore 
where we can tell that that will be like childish. I can't do that. That's going to cause some pain. That's going to cause some problems later on. And if one person is in trouble, the whole body bears it. If one individual part is suffering, all of us are going to bear it. So for the sake of the whole body, I better watch it. Praise God. Tossed to and fro. Carried about with every wind of doctrine. To just be moved here and there. Have no real anchor. No reality of truth. I don't know. Some people say this. Some people say that. I don't know. And we can't be like that. We must have certain established foundational truths that uh, are well uh, hammered in to our lives that uh, we stand on and practice and uh, impart to others also with not to be carried about with every wind of doctrine. Notice that. By the slight of men, cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. So there is a power of deception, uh, even by those who seem to be believers, um, and they use uh, this position in a deceptive way. And a good understanding of the truths of the doctrine will keep us in the center and not be moved. Hallelujah. But speaking the truth in love, that's the solution there. Speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. So the solution is the truth spoken in love. Hallelujah. And that is where the teaching and preaching of the word comes in, which people want us to cover our mouths and shut us up. Because that is how the solution to humanity and the body of Christ by God from his heart is given to us. It's in the speaking of the truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we must be ready to uh, get ourselves engaged in, in this kind of reality. Thank you, Father. Speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. So a healthy respect for the truth is vital. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you would rather have the truth than be fooled for the rest of your life? The wool pulled over your eyes and you are taken to dark rooms in the spirit and beaten, known as irrit adi in certain languages. Hallelujah. <laughs> I dare say that's not a place that we should covet after, but we should avoid and <laughs> expose ourselves to the truth spoken in love. Hallelujah. It will make us grow up and be delivered from such things. Hallelujah. God is good. Verse 15 in the Amplified says, Rather let our lives lovingly express truth in all things, Speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, enfolded in love, let us grow up in every way and in all things into him who is the head, even Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One. Wow, hallelujah. What a wonderful plan that we grow up to be as he is. Hallelujah. 
all these various parts functioning, edifying, building up, growing up, supplying. Amazing. So that every part is doing its work and that body is being perfected and brought to maturity. Oh, wonderful Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear also uh, 13 to 15 in Kannada. Hige Navilaru Nambikea Anyonya Teliu Devakumarana Jnana Daliu Paripurna Manusha Naguva Dati Kristana Paripurna Tea Nida the Pramana Kemutuvu Navu Inu Mele Hunchu Hakuvara Vanchenegu Manushera Kapata Dindalu Mosa the Upaya Maduva Tantra Dindalu Bodhanea Pratiundu Gadi Indalu Badiel Patu Atitta Nukadal Paduva Balakarante Irabaradu Adare Priti Ali Satyavanu Matan Adutta Ella Vishagadali Taliutane Agiruva Kristan Ali Bediri. So you can find out it's not a matter of uh, argument here, it's a matter of what is the truth. Is there something known as the truth? The way? There can only be, you know, one truth. There cannot be, uh, you know, so many truths that do not agree with each other. If it is truth, it must agree with the truth. Hallelujah. Otherwise, uh, we have to understand that it may be fact, scientific fact, etc. But uh, in order for it to be the truth, we are talking about truth from God's perspective. Hallelujah. Of course, speaking the truth is powerful, but speaking the truth in love is a different thing. And what is love, you may ask. Love is a gooey, warm feeling when you're with the right people. Well, sad to say, that's not what God said. God says you shall love your enemies. You shall bless those who curse you. Pray for those who hate you and despitefully use you because that is your father's nature. And therefore, this love that we are talking about is God's Love, which is his divine nature. And uh, only the believer has that nature in his spirit, not in his soul, not in his emotions, not in any other fleshly part. But notice, it is possible to speak the truth in love. And sometimes uh, it may not seem good, but as long as it is based on a concern, true concern, for his people, for his heart, um, we should do our best in prayer and meditation to bring it forth. Hallelujah. And Paul said that the only thing that would keep him on the earth was that he was there to be a blessing for the joy and furtherance of others' faith. Otherwise, you can gain glory and go home. Hallelujah. By going home, you gain glory. By staying here, You give God the glory. You don't really give yourself the glory. You give God the glory. Hallelujah. But when you go home, you gain that glory. The glory of God becomes your home, actually, in reality. Hallelujah. You're glorified. Everything about you is glorious. Amen. But while you're down here, you're giving Him the glory. Hallelujah. It's not just... You know, an occasional glory to God. We give you glory. But you may have to speak the truth in love. Hallelujah. To build up 
the body of Christ to, to do what you were created for. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe we read uh, Ephesians uh, 4.15. Now let's go further. I hope I'm not too slow, but I was uh, <clears throat> kind of stretched with my vocal cords just a little while ago. I believe everything's fine. Let's go to 1 Timothy chapter 1. Notice verse 12. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord, who has enabled me, for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry, who was before, notice that in verse 13, a blasphemer, a persecutor, an injurious, but I obtained mercy, because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceeding abundant with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. So you, you are in Christ Jesus, thank God for that. If you're a believer, you are immersed into Christ and you are hidden in him, thank God. You are a new creature just as he is. All of that reality is in the spirit realm, in your spirit. Hallelujah. And uh, Paul declared there he was a blasphemy, blasphemer before. He was um, very interesting, praise God. Persecutor, injurious, but he obtained mercy. Hallelujah. Because he did it ignorantly in unbelief. He did it ignorantly. So many people have done things ignorantly, not knowing a thing. But the grace of our God has been there and is there again with faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. These realities in Christ belong to us. Faith and love, hallelujah. Grace, notice that. All of these realities in Christ Jesus. It's all exceeding abundant. Thank you, Father. So let's read verse 12 and then see what we can do in Canada. Nanage Balavanu Dayapalisi Datanu Namma Kartanada Krista Yesuve, Atanu Nananu Nambigastan Endu Yenisi Seve Eli Nemisi Kondadakagi Nanu Atanigas Totra Salisutine. Praise God. So God has counted you faithful that you can do this. You are created for twenty twenty one. And he has counted you faithful and put you in that place if you are just in quote, a member of the body of Christ, you are the one that's going to do the work of the ministry. And he has counted you faithful to do that. And he has given you abundant grace to do that. Love and faith and so forth that is required with the grace of God it has been given to you. Hallelujah. In Christ Jesus to be able to do what he created you to do. No matter what you were before. That's the old man. That man passed away. You were ignorant of this truth. But today, you are now a faithful person in God's eyes. Thank God. He has counted you faithful. Praise God. Are you here alive on the planet today? Then God has counted you faithful and put you here for this reason. Hallelujah. You say, I don't have a pulpit ministry. I work as an engineer. I work as a driver. I'm uh, an electrician, etc. It doesn't matter. You are in Christ. That's where the new creation reality is. That is where the grace is. That's where the faith is. That's where the love is. That's where the ability to speak is. 
And he has counted you faithful uh, to do that. Hallelujah. And so we have to come back to our original plan, which is God's plan. And not be driven here and there by the world and its plans and whatever else it has to say about anything. Praise God. This is the truth. And it has to be spoken in love and concern from the heart of God. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear this in Canada. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 12 one more time. And also verse 13. Glory to God. So the fact that we are living in these perilous times doesn't mean that you are exonerated from your purpose in God, but rather God's plans have not changed. And this is what he went to hell for and rose up for so that he could prepare us, the body of Christ, to do the work of the ministry. Hallelujah. And therefore, that plan continues until the day we see him face to face. And we have not yet seen him face to face in the glorious rapture yet. So all of this is as it is written. Hallelujah. So there's no slacking or lagging behind. Praise God. We're just going to go on full steam ahead. Nothing wrong with taking a break. I believe that all of us need a break. And I'm sure you're getting it. You better have some break. Because you're living in a natural body too. And so, but the point is, bottom line, you know, when all is said and done, This has to be said and done in love. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we must constantly meditate upon these realities, these purposes, and that's when it all makes sense. Otherwise, if you read the news, you can tell there's a world gone balmy. They've lost their direction. They don't know what's right anymore. The spirit of this world has come and has confused them, tossed them to and fro, Cunning, crafty maneuvers have dominated them, which can even come in the church and dominate the church. If it can come into the church via preachers, what do you think is the state of those out there? Hallelujah. And as the church goes, so goes the family. As the family goes, so goes the nation. So we are the ones who are here to set this thing in course and go in the right direction. Hallelujah. And our voice is powerful, and the devil knows that, and he may try. But until we see Jesus face to face, he's building his church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Aren't you glad that Jesus actually said those verses, particularly around the time when there was a fluctuating uh, thought in Peter's life? Praise God. Just around that time. Notice uh, Matthew sixteen eighteen, Hallelujah. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Now just to let you know. How cunning and crafty. Things can get. 
people are saying that Peter is the rock upon which Christ has built his church. That is a crafty and a cunning thing which is not from the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. But rather, it is about the confession which was spoken of earlier where he said, where Jesus said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And what did he say? He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. For him to identify that God came in the flesh, that Christ was manifested in the flesh, came as a man, looking like everybody else, and identifying him at that point and saying, you're not just a prophet, you're not just a good teacher, you're not just some great man of principle and boldness, but you are the actual son of the living God, thereby making him equal to God. Hallelujah. He said, that revelation does not come from the earth and from flesh and blood, but from the Father himself. And it is that confession that you and I have made and said that we believe Jesus is the Son of God who died for us, who paid the price for us, went to hell for us, rose again the third day, and ascended on high, sat down at the right hand of majesty on high, and today prays for us. We have believed that that man from Nazareth, I mean from Nazareth, uh, he rose again. Hallelujah. That even though we didn't see him with our eyes, we did not touch him physically. We believe these things and therefore we are the believer today and we are the individual stones that he's using to build his church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So until that last stone is put on, Jesus will not come. He knows the last person that will give his life to the Lord. And he's waiting for that last person. Praise God. And when that last person comes in, thank God, hallelujah, then Jesus will come. Praise God. For this age will end with that coming. And then the next age will begin, which is again the age of the Jew. Hallelujah. Which will be a seven-year period of a great trouble known as Jacob's trouble. And great tribulation will start after the mid-period of three and a half years. And you and I are not going to be here. And if you're listening to me, you don't want to be here during that time. Better make this confession loud and clear. Better understand what we're saying. God help us so that we can be in Christ. Hallelujah. Excuse me. Thank you, Jesus. So having said all that, maybe we shall hear a translation. Uh, Matthew 16, 18. And then maybe we can hear 16 and 17 also in Canada. Hmm. 
ಆಗ ಯೇಸು ಪ್ರತ್ಯುತ್ತರವಾಗಿ ಅವನಿಗೆ ಯೋನನ ಮಗನಾದ ಸೀಮೋನನೇ ನೀನು ಧನ್ಯನು ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ರಕ್ತ ಮಾಂಸವಲ್ಲ ಮನುಷ್ಯರಲ್ಲ ಪರಲೋಕದಲ್ಲಿರುವ ನನ್ನ ತಂದೆಯೇ ಅದನ್ನು ನಿನಗೆ ಪ್ರಕಟಿಸಿದನು ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದನು I was amazed to find out that certain faith they do not have uh, a relationship as a son of God or a father's relationship with a child but rather everyone is just a slave <laughs> praise God they're just slaves isn't that interesting so this god of love this this father is not known and he is actually the father of all and he has paid the price for everyone to come home and be sons of god through the giving of his son the lord jesus christ but he cannot make the choice for them they have to choose based on their reason based on their intellect and then based on their faith there has to be a love for the truth there has to be a desire for the truth what is the truth what is the actual truth of the matter hallelujah hallelujah i'm not speaking very highly of myself but there was a time in my life i asked the question who made the law who said this is right and that's wrong who said that where did that come from just some thought and i began to think about it a little bit and i said wow it's either british law because they colonized almost 3 quarters of the world or american law or some traditional laws of individual people but i noticed that the main law that was being adhered to was from british law even the american law came from the british law and as i continue to think about it i found out that the british law is where you hear about things like thou shall not murder and so on and so forth and i this found out that it came from the bible that they based it on the law and so i said wow so they are saying that god has the reference point about truth that this is the truth and this is the way it should be this is right and that's wrong so i began to flip through the bible that's how it started and a few pages later i got saved so there must come upon each one of us a desire for truth and that will set us on the course that will change our life forever hallelujah let's go to luke 15 thank you jesus notice the interesting scriptures he says then verse 1 drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him hmm notice that and the pharisees and scribes murmured saying this man receiveth sinners and eateth with them they were pharisees they were religious people these were supposed to be very in court holier than thou people that was their atmosphere and attitude and they were allergic to sinners jesus hates sin he died to prove it god hates sin zero tolerance for sin 
He gave his son. He poured out his life to prove that as a sacrifice for us. But he loves the sinner. Hallelujah. And that's the gospel. God so loved the world. God so loved the sinner that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. And he did not impute their sins against them, but he put them upon the son. And the son took our place hanging on that cross in our stead, taking the sin and the curse associated with it. The Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. He broke through barriers and ate with them. Verse 3, And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? Praise God. If you truly are uh, interested in that flock that you are taking care of, feeding there in that meadow of green, and then one of them just disappears, you will definitely leave the 99 with somebody and go looking for that one. Hallelujah. Because you can hear the bleat and the cry even in your sleep. Praise God. And you will not have rest until you have done all you can to find it. Verse 5. And when he has found it, he layeth on his, it on his shoulders, rejoicing. Praise God. Notice that comes close to him. Hallelujah. Because that is his sheep. <laughs> and he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. Amen. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. Then he makes a big deal about it, and he's just so excited, and everybody can see visibly that he's so excited. Hallelujah. I have found my sheep which was lost. Praise God. I say unto you, verse 7, like that likewise joy shall be even in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which have need have no need or need no repentance. Praise God. Can you imagine the joy that the whole of heaven enjoys for just one person who accepts the mercy of the Lord Jesus and is accepted in heaven. Hallelujah. One person makes heaven totally excited. Praise the Lord. It's good to know that one person can make heaven excited. Oh, hallelujah. Likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented. One sinner that repented. Glory to God. That's wonderful. Praise God. The others are going to heaven. They are already enjoying themselves. They are already fine with God. Heaven is enjoying them already. But there is joy in heaven over one person that accepts Jesus. Then continuing verse 8, he says, Either what woman 
having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. Notice that. Pieces of silver. Ten of them. She loses one. She doesn't say, oh, it's just one. Praise God. But she sweeps with light. She sweeps the whole house and seeks diligently till she finds it. Notice that it's a woman. Praise God. Hallelujah. So is there anything wrong with women who have such a desire to see people saved? Hallelujah. Verse 9. And when she has found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace that I had lost. Praise God. Rejoice with me, for I found the peace that was lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Can you see that this is the heart of God? Hallelujah. Angels and God and heaven are excited over one person who accepts. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Can you see that this is the motivational driving force of heaven? This is what makes heaven excited. This is what gives heaven a celebration. You need to think about that. And Jesus paid the price and said, you are faithful. You can do this. Go tell them. Go tell them about what I've done. Let them come home. Let us rejoice. Hallelujah. That is how precious each one is to him. He is the father. They are not just servants. They are his sons. And he wants them home. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then he continues. Maybe we should read in Canada up to this point and then that's up to verse 10. Thank you. Idada Mele Ella Sunkadavaru Papigalu Padeshavanu Kiruvada Kagi Atana Savyapake Bandaru. Harisayaru Matu Shastrigalu, Ivanu Papigalanu Angi Karisi Avarondige Uta Madutane Indu Hiruta Gunugutidaru. Atanu Avarige e Samyavanu Hedi Danu. Nimali Yava Manushenu Tanage Nuru Kurigalagi Avugalali Undanu Kaledu Kondare Avanu Tombatombatanu Adaviali Bitu Kaledu Vodadu Sikuva Varege Adanu Urukikondu Vogadiruvane Avanu Akurianu Kandukonda Mele Santosha Padutta Adanu Tana Hegalugala Mele Hotu Kuluvanu Amele Avanu Manege Bandu Tanas Nehitaranu Nerevaranu Utagi Karedu Avarige Nana Sangada Santosha Padiri Yakandare Kaledu Voda Nana Kurianu Nanu Kandu Kondenu Anuvanu Adarante Manasanta Rake Avashe Villa the Tombatombatu Nitivantariginta Manasantara Padua Ubapapia Vishayavagi Paraloka Dali Santosha Vagu Vadendu Nanu Nimage Hedutene Andanu Yavastriu Tanali Hatu Belli and Anya Gadiralagi Undu Nanya Vanu Kaledu Kondare, Deepahachi Mane and Nubudisi Avalu, Adanu Kandukuluva Varege, Jagrate in the Hudukuva Dilave Avalu Adanu Kandukonda Mele, Tanas Nehitara Nu Nerevaranu Utagi Karedu Avarige, Nana Sangada Santosha Padiri, Yakam Dare Nanu Kalakondida Nanya Vanu Kandukondenu Anuvalu. 
ಅದೇ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ಮಾನಸಾಂತರಪಡುವ ಒಬ್ಬ ಪಾಪಿಯ ವಿಷಯವಾಗಿ ದೇವದೂತರ ಮುಂದೆ ಸಂತೋಷವಾಗುವುದೆಂದು ನಾನು ನಿಮಗೆ ಹೇಳುತ್ತೇನೆ ಅಂದನು and then when one was not there among the number there was a seeking after so god has a plan for people and uh, a number of people hallelujah and uh, not one should be missing that's the way he is that's the way he is perfect in all of his ways verse 11 and he said a certain man had two sons notice another number and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of goods that falleth to me and he divided did unto them his living notice how it has now transitioned into a father all of this was numerical value systems and then it changes to the heart of a father so he has been trying to let them know that yes thank god that you can relate but it's like you had 10 coins and then you had 100 sheep just to grab your attention to the value of things the dearness of things and now i'm telling you it's about a father our father and sons hallelujah praise god i know that many valuable things are out there like cars and houses and all that but heaven does not really rejoice about them it's about those people hallelujah amen that's a hard truth and it must be pondered upon and we must really begin to think hallelujah praise god verse 11 he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father give me the portion of goods that followed to me and he divided unto them his living and not many days after the younger son gathered all together took his journey into a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living praise god so this guy said uh, i'm not going to wait till you die but rather while you're still alive i want my portion praise god whatever the reference point may be i believe there's also something about caring about the father's heart and trying to be around him and not being away from him and just be selfish selfish motivation is there was 13 many days after the younger son gathered all together took his journey into a far country there wasted his substance with riotous living so there is the ability to be wasted in nonsense when you leave that heart of the father and his actual focus and desire whatever can be just a waste hallelujah 14 and when he had spent all there arose a mighty famine in that land and he began to be in want i heard particularly from people in america 
that shortages are beginning to happen in America and people are being told to store things away for times of famine and shortage in America. People are actually talking about it. And so, um, whatever it is, you cannot just store and store and store. You cannot live on the store because one day the store will run out. But God said he will furnish a table even in the wilderness and he will feed you in the famine. Hallelujah. That's his father's nature. That is the nature of the father. Hallelujah. When he had spent all, there rose a mighty famine. Notice that it's always going to run out. Those who think they can have all, think about their future and store everything, it will always run out. It's amazing how it all runs out. <laughs> There's no continuation of this. It has to be divinely supplied. So they try to heap up what looks like enough for many, many generations, but it still runs out. Isn't that interesting? Praise God. Arose a mighty famine in that land because catastrophes, famines, all kinds of stuff happens. And all your investments and savings can go down and banks can merge and certain things can happen and they'll take all the money and etc. Because the devil is the God of this world and he doesn't want you to profit. He comes to steal, to kill and to destroy. And in a fallen system, that's how it is. Hallelujah. So you have to live connected to a supernatural source from a heart of love, from a person who truly is your father, who has the original DNA of the father. He's not a fake. He's the real one. Fatherhood obtains his title from him. That's the father. Hallelujah. And Jesus is unveiling him to us. Amen. Spent there Spent all. Spent all. Praise God. Hmm. Let's read maybe some lines in Canada also before we proceed. Verse 11 to 13. Atano, Obanoba Manushenige, Burukumara Ridderu. Avarali Kiriavanu Tanna Tandege, Appa, Astiali Nanage, Barataka Palanukudu Andano, Aga Avanu Tanna Badukano, Avarige, Vivagi Sidano. ಕೆಲವೇ ದಿನಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಕಿರಿ ಮಗನು ಎಲ್ಲವನ್ನೂ ಕೂಡಿಸಿಕೊಂಡು ದೂರದೇಶಕ್ಕೆ ಪ್ರಯಾಣ ಮಾಡಿ ಅಲ್ಲಿ ದುಂದುಗಾರನಾಗಿ ಜೀವಿಸಿ ತನ್ನ ಆಸ್ತಿಯನ್ನು ಹಾಳು ಮಾಡಿಬಿಟ್ಟನು ಪ್ರೇಸ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಸೊ ಯು ನೋ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಟು ಗೋ ಫಾರ್ ಅವೇ ಟು ಎ ಫಾರ್ ಕಂಟ್ರಿ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಟ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಫಾದರ್ they know instinctively from you know when you're born about care and love and affection concern because you were born into this world not by some robot praise god somebody had to be there around you in those initial times when you could do nothing for yourself and you had to be fed from somewhere and you were brought to some point but then you can also decide that you're going to go far away from such thoughts and such care and such concern and just do what you want. Hallelujah. And it's true. That's how self is. You, don't, you really don't need to be a, a rocket scientist to figure that out. But it's true. 
So he went far, far from all those thoughts. Oh no, it's my life. I can do whatever I want. I can do however I want. But the father is the father and the father's heart is the true heart. And whatever you do, that's not right. Whatever you do for yourself like that, just based on yourself, is not right. Hallelujah. And you will find it out, is what he's saying, eventually. You have to factor in what is the father's heart about it. So you can go do whatever you want, but one day, most likely because of circumstances, situations, because of the onslaught of the world and its system, destruction, famine, pestilence, etc., you'll be brought to a place where you realize the Father is the only person who is there for you. That He's the source. Hallelujah. He began to be in want, verse 14. When He had spent all, there arose a famine in the land. He began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Okay, I'll just go get a job with some citizen. He sent him into the fields, into his fields to feed swine. Well, citizen said, go work. And all I can give you is this job. Meanwhile, you were driving Ferraris, you were flying first class, you were doing whatever you wanted. Hallelujah. And then when things got to this level... You know, you're now feeding swine. (laughs) Hallelujah. Nothing wrong with Ferraris and first class, but you better have the Father's heart. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. No man gave unto him. Man cannot be trusted in. Praise God. That's man. Sometimes I will check my account and I will notice nobody transferred anything. Nobody. And I will say, Lord, but you will always consider me. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Not even five rupees. Not even. Sometimes uh, Google Pay will give you two rupees. You say, oh, something came. <laughs> Ah ha ha. No man. You can't trust in man. Say amen, somebody. Hallelujah. That's the truth. In love. God doesn't want you to trust in the arm of flesh. There's a curse attached to it. Cursed is the man. Hallelujah. That trusts in the arm of flesh. That has left the father's heart trust. And is now confiding and trusting in man. Leaning on man's help. That's the wrong direction. Hallelujah. No man gave unto him. See, uh, I made a statement one time in church about how nakapitcha. Remember that Greek word? Yeah, that was not me speaking. Somebody was speaking to me. Why do you have to be in so-called church? And living off like a beggar from people. Why do you have to do that? Getting somebody's knack picture. Praise God. 
I did not choose it all. I did not desire to just be like this. I trust that God spoke to me and put me in the ministry. Counted me faithful and put me in the ministry. And that's why I'm doing it. And he will provide. And I think it is just a way of God providing where he uses people. But he can provide and furnish a table in the wilderness. They used to ask, can he furnish a table in the wilderness where there's no mall, where there's no farm? Because it's a wilderness. Can he provide? And he provided for 40 years for 2 lakh people. Sorry, 20, I mean 2 million people at least with cows and everything. With everything they had, washing, water, bathing, everything. Gallons of water flowed out of a rock. Manna fell from heaven. Some birds came in there, quails came. People ate and lived like that, watching this happen. Children grew up watching this happen for 40 years. That's who he is. He has not changed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So please don't misunderstand me as being cocky and arrogant. We appreciate your giving. We appreciate whether it's 50 rupees, whether it's 10 rupees, whatever you give. When it's 5 lakhs, we appreciate all of that. It is just an honor to be able to say that in Jesus' name, it is done. Hallelujah. And I believe God is just using your life to turn it around so that you have an account with him that you can be proud or glorified one day and say, thank God I did this because it counts in heaven. Well, let's move out of this realm again. Verse 17. And when he came to himself, verse 17 says, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger. Hallelujah. He said, my father has hired servants. You see that? They have enough and they have to spare also. More than enough. These are the hired ones. These are servants who are hired. They are working for pay. The father is doing it to them like that. That's when he came to himself, the Bible says. When he could think clearly. See, until then you are distracted by this and that. You are not thinking clearly. These distractions are very powerful. But they will suddenly leave you like that. And you'll be just there. (laughs) With some reality. Thank God for reality. The truth. The truth of the matter. When it is spoken, it's kind of painful because it has a very stark, real effect. It leaves you there with blatant, brutal sometimes truth. That's the truth. And Jesus is the truth. And these words came out of his mouth. Let it sink in. Ponder about it. Think about these things. It's Bible study. So be careful about all the distractions that are out there so that you don't veer off the central heart of the Father. What is it that really affects him? 
what is it that he counted you faithful to do and sent you from long before your parents even thought about having you, before the foundations of the earth were laid, before time, Ionos Kronos. Kronos, Ionos. What kind of words are those? Time and perpetual time. Eternities ago, he thought about you. You are a very significant person. You are a person that is in the statistics of God and the fatherhood of God as a son. You are numbered and you are a son. You are not just an earthly statistic, but you are accounted for as a son. Where are my sons? Where is my son? Hallelujah. He said, if you care for sheep and you care for coins, don't you care about your son? Don't be distracted. Don't be distracted, my brother, my sister. All of us have to watch out for these things. Stay in the Father's heart. Stay in these truths. Order about them prayerfully. Meditate upon them. I will arise and go to my Father. See, eventually the devil loses. Eventually the devil will lose. After messing with you and putting you on the dunghill, Guess what? You arose and went to him. Hallelujah. He takes the person from that dunghill and puts him with his own princess in the throne. Glory to God. I will arise and go to my father. I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven. And before thee. And I'm no more worthy. To be called. Thy son. Make me as one of thy servants. That's why we pray. That he will count us worthy. Sometimes we don't act very worthy. You know. We, we have all these plans. And they don't agree with his heart. And Count us worthy of your calling. That you might be able to fulfill all the good pleasure of your goodness and the work of faith with power. The name of the Lord Jesus be glorified in us, etc., etc. There are times when we are just not doing it right from the heart. It's not right. And so we ask again. And the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus are praying for us. That's why he's nonstop interceding because there's so many areas where we don't fit the bill. That's why he's praying, interceding for us. He's not talking about the person out there. He's talking about those that are his sons now. No more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. He said, let me just be, make me as, just treat me as though I am a servant. A hired servant, just for the pay. But your house is the best. Let me just be a servant there. Let me just be opening the door, standing at the gate there. That's enough. Your house is fine for me. 
And he arose, verse 20, came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, hallelujah, his father saw him. That silhouette of that baby that he carried and danced with and sung with and enjoyed. He could not mistake it. That's my son. He saw him. You are his son. That's my son. That's my son. Great way off, he saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Praise God. That's the Father. To see us with compassion, to rush toward us, to fall upon our neck, kiss us, bring us to himself. And the Son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven. And in thy sight, I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. (laughs) Praise God. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight. See this reality that one has to come to and say, Lord, I have sinned. That's so powerful. Praise God. 1 John 1 9 is so powerful for the believer. We have to be able to realize that. We are not acting worthy all the time. Our spirit man is as he is, but we are not acting out from the spirit every time. Sometimes we're acting from our selfish motivations. 22. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe, put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Hallelujah. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. See, God knows that we do wrong. God wants us restored to fellowship. God wants us to enjoy the merriment of heaven. The rejoicing of heaven. In the full authority of heaven. In the complete righteousness of heaven. In the full knowledge that we represent him. And our footsteps are ordered by him. And we are carried about because of the gospel here and there totally back home, in total fellowship and enjoyment with the Father. Feasting of his goodness. It is the goodness of God that leads us into changing our thinking. Hallelujah. As long as we think about his goodness, about his love for us, our minds will change. Hallelujah. If you're out there thinking about the world and man and all of that, your mind will not require change. You'll say, I don't need that Bible study. I don't need need to think about heaven. Yes, I'm a believer. I have the Bible. 
But I don't need all of that. Praise God. You're waiting to fail and then go and think. But if you think about the goodness of God and of his love and his care and his truth and his concern and how his eyes are upon you, then changes will take place. Your thinking will change. Your father, you're from another family. This is not your home. This is just a transit point that he counted you faithful of to put you here for the work. Hallelujah. And then come back home. Praise God. Bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. Let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his elder son was in the field. As he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. (laughs) He called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Said unto him, Thy brother has come. Father has killed the fatted calf because he has received him safe and sound. (laughs) And he was angry and would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him, answering him, said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment, yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son, which was come, which has devoured thy living, notice that, is the father's inheritance, his inheritance in us, exceeding riches, the inheritance of God, hallelujah, on the inside of us, thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. It's not yours, it's his. And he said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all I have is thine. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. It was meet that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead, and is alive again, was lost, and is found. Notice this father here, and the two sons, One son is obeying, but he never saw the father's heart. So he never really went out looking for that boy. And he did not really uh, realize that that was where the father's heart was. And so he never made a demand on that and withdrew from that because he was all right for himself. Now, what is this friends about? See, this is not just about friends, it's about sons. And if you start looking at it from the son's aspect, I bet you will go to the father and withdraw some things and use it to bring the sons, to build up sons, to bring them home, to edify them, and etc., etc. So there has to be a change in thinking somewhere where you can see that the father's concern is for his sons and for sons that are out there and yet don't know it. For people who are supposed to be in the number, I want to be in the number, the song says, when the saints come marching in. We need to be in that number. Hallelujah. And that's why we should be bothered about that number. People are perishing. Quickly, 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 before they die. 
something has to be done to reach them. We can't just drive by, pass by their lives and leave them just like that with no witness, with no revelation that actually they, they don't belong here, they belong in heaven. We can't just pass by and let it be like everything is just normal and natural that you see here. Praise God. I think we'll have to read one or two verses uh, in Canada by now. I'm sorry I had to go like that. Sometimes these things get to me, and I become very frozen in, in my emotions right there. Forgive me. Hallelujah. So let's, let's read maybe the beginning of the family story. Verse 11 and 12 to start with. Atanu, Ubban of the Manushanige, Burukumara Ridderu. Our Ali Kiriavanu Tana Tandege, Appa, Astiali Nanage, Barataka Palan Nukudu Andanu, Aga Avanu Tana Badukanu, Avarige, Vibagi Sidanu. Notice verse 13 also how he wasted it. Kilave Dinagadali Kiri Maganu Yellavanu Kudisikondu Dura de Shake Prayana Madi Ali Dundugara Nagi Jivisi Tana Astianu Hadu Madi Bitanu. We'll read 16 also. Avanu Handigalu Tinnutid the Hotin in the Ladaru Tana Hotin Nutumbisikuluva the Kishtapatanu, Adare Yavanu Avanige Kodalilla. We'll read verse 18. Nanu Yedun Anna Tandeya Badige Hogi Avanige, Appa Paraloka Ke Viroda Wagyu Nina Mundeu Nanu Papa Madidene. And let's go to 22. Adare Tandeu Tana Seva Karige, Shreshtavada Niluangi and Nutandu Ivanige Todisiri, Ivana Kaige Umburavanu, Pada Garige Kiragalanu Hakiri. And twenty three and twenty four. Idalla de Kubida Akaruvanu Ili Tandu Vadisiri, Navu Undu Santosha Padona. Yakandare in Anna Maganu Sattavanagi Danu, Tirigi Badukid Dane, Kadadu Hogid Danu, Ega Sikid Dane, Indu Hiridanu, Ege Avaru Santosha Padalaram Bisidaru. Hallelujah. Notice how <coughs> it just continues in the same breath into 16. Luke 16, verse 1 said, He said also unto his disciples. So it's just going on, I believe. There was a certain rich man which had a steward. And the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. And there's a story there about stewardship, accountability, all of that. Uh, very interesting. And notice it's, it's still going on. And he commends that unjust steward for his witty intelligence. And the, the point there was that in verse 9, he says, I say, make unto yourselves friends of the mammon of unrighteousness, that when you fail, they may receive you into everlasting habitations. So the point was that there is coming a time when we will not be here anymore. Either we will die or we will go with Jesus. And um, all of us are going to go that way <laughs> one of these days. And that you can make friends out of people, you know, or we can, you know, extend the favor of our Father to them by the ministry, by speaking, by preaching, so that when all of this happens, we can bring them also to the everlasting habitations. Amen. These habitations are 
temporary tents that you must fold up and, you know, just forget about it. They are all foldable temporary tents. But there are everlasting habitations that are waiting for us. And that's where we belong. And God wants us to bring as many as possible into the everlasting habitations. And all of our efforts are supposed to be geared in that direction. Hallelujah. And God cares for our rest and our refreshment and our merriment and our enjoyment. But the true merriment and enjoyment is because we are enjoying the Father's heart and we are in his approval. And we are tuned in and we are listening to him. Otherwise, you won't even taste the food that you are eating even though it's so grand. Because your heart is not there. You say, no, something is not right. If you are sensitive enough to this truth, you will be able to check your heart. And he may receive you into everlasting habitations. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much. He that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much. Therefore, you have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon who will commit to your trust the true riches. If you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? So everything is his actually. The gold is his, the silver is his, his the cattle on a thousand hills are his. Praise God. No servant can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one, love the other, or else he will hold the one and despise the other. Amazing, amazing things. Pharisees were there. They were covetous. They heard all these things. They derided him because they were covetous. They're like, hmm, yeah, sure. The things which are highly esteemed among men are an abomination in the sight of God. Let's read that, verse 15. You say, yeah, I knew you would pick that. Yeah, you guessed right. Hallelujah. So this is almost like anything that the world likes is opposing and even opposite to the way God sees things. And we have a part of us that is just made out of this earth realm, this world realm. And it's very close to us and, you know, it has to be catered to. But let it not distract us from the true direction. Hallelujah. Amen. We have to constantly zero back to the real plan. What am I doing on the planet? Why am I here? God counted you faithful, putting you into the ministry. Hallelujah. You'll always have to come back there and realize those who say, I'm an engineer, I'm a doctor, and you say, actually, I'm just a gospel preacher, they think you are a beggar. Oh, bigari. Oh, pichari. Oh, you're one of those types. Ah, finished. See, the low things, the high things, they oppose each other. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's the way it is. 
The things that are very high in man's eyes are abomination. Abomination in the sight of God. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. And, uh, I want you to think about this. But uh, this is how it proceeds unto the story which is true about Lazarus, the rich man, hell, and Abraham's bosom. It goes like that. And we may pick that up next Wednesday. Verse 23 says, And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and seeth Abraham far off, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he said, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. There's a real flame, there's a real hell, and it's tormenting him. And the answer was very simple, 31. He said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. The fact of the matter is, we have to take the word of God as the absolute truth. And if we cannot accept that, even if you said this guy came back from the dead and he saw heaven, he saw hell, he saw this, he saw that, you say, I think he's just being sensational. He's just trying to make a name for himself. He's just trying to write a few books, etc., etc. So your heart has to be sensitive all the time to the truth of God's word. And we should be latching ourselves onto that word. Otherwise, we are not going to enjoy the Father's heart and the plan of God for the ages. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's see if we can read verse 31 also and then we'll thank God. Adare Avano, Avaru Mosheu Matu Pravadi Galu Hedid than Nukeda de Hodare Satavaro Laginda Ubanu Yedaru Avaru Ukuadilla Yendu Avanige Hedidano. Amen. Praise God. My brother and sister, I thank God that we are still alive and breathing on the planet. I know that the world and the systems are aware that the time is short and so they are kicking against every move to get people saved, every move for the truth to go out there. But I know you're praying certain prayers during our prayer times and I'm sure it has affected you to pray even daily that the word must be honored, the word must be glorified, the word must have free course, that we are delivered from wicked, faithless, unreasonable people, that godliness and honesty, peace and quietness will prevail while we are on the watch on the planet during our time. Hallelujah. And so, my brother, my sister, don't be moved. This is the reality. These are temporary habitations. We are going to the eternal habitations, and it is worth everything because it was worth everything to our father when he gave Jesus. It was worth everything. And heaven knows that. So let's tune in and pray and ponder about these things as we live. Worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your love for us. 
Thank you that you are helping us to do what we were created for before time began. And from these temporary habitations, we shall move on to the eternal habitations. Help us to do the right thing, to bring in the harvest, to bring in the sons, to bring in the benefits that the Father's heart desires. We worship you for supply. We worship you for provision. We worship you for more than enough for every good work. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. That our supply is from you. That you are our defense. You are our supply. Our cup runs over more than enough for every good work. You are our supply. We are blessed because we trust you are our supply. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah for the day when we come home. Hallelujah that until that day, we will think right. We will do the right thing. We will choose properly. We will see the move of God. We will do what we have to. We will say what we have to. We will be with the right people at the right time. We trust your mercy. Angels, work with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we had a good time. How many of you are blessed? Praise God. Hallelujah. If you like to give, this is a great opportunity to do so. Uh, God is a faithful God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you. May your people see the benefit, especially in this day and hour. May they receive increase, abundance, and overflow from the God who furnishes a table in the wilderness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for full supply. In Jesus' name. Now, angels go. Bring it to pass. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. You're blessed.